Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Juvel Hub podcast, your helping hand in property management education. I'm your host, Jonathan Saar. We are very much looking forward to having an awesome conversation with John Carlson, the president of Mark Taylor Residential, hearing his experience, his journey in the industry, and so many key takeaways that will help all of you. Uh, they certainly help me understanding uh, what Mark Taylor is about and what we can do from a company culture perspective and really what we can continue to do for our industry. So thank you for tuning into today's show. Just as a reminder, you can find this uh, episode on YouTube if you prefer uh, video format. And of course, we are across all of the major podcast stations. Just look up Juvo Hub, J-U-V-O-H-U-B, and you will find us on all of your favorite stations. And please be sure to subscribe to us and follow us there. Thank you. So it's my pleasure to welcome John uh, from Mark Taylor Residential. He's also the co-chair of the Arizona Multi-Housing Association Development Committee. We're going to talk about that too in a little bit. John, welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you for having the time for us. So it was really a lot of fun just preparing this episode with you, kind of getting to know you a little bit. And for for our audience, you know, that it's such a we live in such a transient world right now where it's very difficult to find a place where you want to live uh, with your career and to be able to stick with it. So I think that I know the audience is going to really benefit from just hearing your experience and where you started and how you got into multifamily and then uh, and then being the CEO of Mark Taylor. Can you take us down that journey for a little bit? Sure, I, I should. I'd be remiss if I didn't go back to my roots in Minnesota. So grew up in Minnesota, uh, Southern Minnesota, small farming community. Um, realized I didn't want to be a farmer. If, if folks know Mike Rowe, the dirty jobs guy, that was me. I was doing all of those jobs uh, from age nine until 18. Uh, at age 16, I felt like, you know, I had to do something different and pivot as I was older. Uh, I think it's important to understand what you really don't want to do as a young adult. And I certainly didn't want to do farming long term. So I turned my eyes towards electrical engineering. I was good at math and uh, pursued that uh, post-graduation and spent four and a half years uh, pursuing my degree uh, and also working for a small electronical company in, in southern Minnesota. And fortunately, I was able to travel the world at that time as a young single guy uh, and discovered Phoenix. So at age 24, my girlfriend Megan and I said, hey, uh, let's let's move out of the state. We'll, we'll go somewhere for a year, figure it out. If, if we want to come back, we can. Uh, left friends and family and trailblazed to Phoenix. And uh, unbeknownst to me, I to a Mark Taylor community called San Cervantes. Uh, it was the last community we toured. It was 2001. And we had the old apartment guidebook with the big gatefold. For those of you that are a little longer in the tooth like me, uh, it, was, it was beautiful. It was breathtaking. And uh, I can say the pictures and gatefold matched or, or exceeded my expectations when we arrived. We, we did a self-guided tour, which was not common then, meaning no one was in the office, it was late, uh, and we were rushing through just to get to the airport. So I remember vividly coming around the amenity space. Uh, this property was under construction, but the pool was done. And I remember seeing the sand beach pool uh, over the speakers was playing this tropical music, water features were flowing, uh, the Ramadas, TVs, people, hmm. good time having cocktails at the pool. 
like, Megan, we have to live here. So I flew back that night, called the manager the next day and uh, secured a two bedroom apartment for $940 with a one month free concession. <laughs> Pretty good. Wow. Pretty Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yes. A month later, uh, awesome. 11th happened 2001. Uh, the engineering role I was supposed to take got frozen, uh, or removed. Um, so I was busily sending out resumes in the leasing office after moving in. And what I can tell you about that experience, uh, and I think the folks in the audience will understand this, um, they were very accommodating, supportive, and willing to just kind of support me in that process. So uh, it was almost like therapy going into the office and sending out those resumes. And a few months later, uh, the manager, Michelle, Michelle Sinclair, still friends with today, uh, said, hey, would you consider a part-time leasing position? And in my fixed mindset at the time, uh, I said, I'm an engineer. Uh, I'm not going to do this real estate thing. And a week later, I came to my senses, uh, also had to pay bills and uh, said, yes, I'll commit to a, a six month period. And she said, OK. And a couple of weeks later, I started and I absolutely fell in love with the role. So I already loved where I where I lived. Uh, now I just had to tell people about it in a sales capacity. Uh, and what I can tell you, the experience I had as a resident with that leasing office when I was sending out those resumes translated uh, exponentially into being one of them, meaning one of the, the Mark Taylor members or family members. Uh, fast forward 20 years, 21 years now, and uh, that's the, the culture I strive to, to maintain and grow. And uh, I just love that initial experience with Mark Taylor team. That's, that is absolutely incredible. I, I love your comment about uh, the, the curb appeal, like even without having anybody in the office, the, the way that the property was set up, the amenities, you know, they, that they attracted to you. And even more important, just the, the, the what a switch to go from electrical engineer to part-time uh, leasing professional. And so how many years again, did you say you've been with Mark Taylor? 21 years. And I should add about six months into my leasing job, uh, I was contacted by a local engineering company and they said, Hey, want to come interview? And, um, I thought about it that night, uh, in early next day. And my instinct kept telling me, uh, I know what that world looks like. Uh, and did I love it? No, I liked it. Uh, it felt good. I was, I was fulfilled from a career development perspective, but I wasn't connected to it personally. Like my purpose wasn't connected to the engineering space, but I was certainly connected to the people mm -hmm. and the foundation of Mark Taylor. So that's, I just said, I'm going to stick with this and try it out. And I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. 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 We're going to, we're going to come back to that in just, just a minute, because I, I really want to hear more about that culture and, and what you're continuing to do you and Mark, your, your fellow professionals at Mark Taylor. Uh, what that looks like, because um, I think that's so interesting to our to our listeners. Uh, we, you know, you look on LinkedIn, and it just seems like there's everyone starting new positions. There must be like three or four hundred new positions. I show up in my feed every single day, and it just kind of speaks to how much turnover there is in our industry. And from our listeners' perspective, I mean, that's gotta be like wow. 20 plus years in one organization. Number one, it speaks to the organization. Number two, it speaks to who you are. And I know our audience is going to look forward to hearing what, from a culture perspective, what you're doing for all of your 
your new employees. So, uh, okay, let's just take a quick commercial break and then we'll dive into the Mark Taylor culture because I want to hear more about that. Sounds great. Are you in compliance? When employees make mistakes, everyone is at risk. Compliance training lowers that risk. Juvo Hub is happy to announce its new online course, Diversity Basics Foundations. Learn more about this course at juvohub.com. Your helping hand in property management education. Okay. So let's talk about the culture. Now, you had mentioned when, when we were planning out this show that there was a, an initiative that you you started uh, during COVID. I, can you tell the audience a, a little bit about what that was and uh, give us some background to it? Sure, I think like anyone in this space or sector and probably a multitude of others, we were trying to figure out what the world was gonna be like, uh, you know, post pandemic, uh, assuming you know, long-term we're gonna be okay, which we are. Um, one thing I realized quickly uh, as president at that time we were becoming disconnected and lonely as a culture. And what I mean by that is we locked all of our offices uh, in April of, of 2020. So it was unrealistic of us to expect to connect with everyone because we just weren't traveling as much. We weren't interacting as much. Uh, we just weren't connecting. And I felt like that was causing, um, causing our company to go backwards uh, to some degree as a culture. Now we were all fighting this pandemic at the time but we were truly looking for a solution to really ramp up that connectivity. So we started what we call a clubhouse chat, which we still do today once a month. And the idea was, okay, we have the technology to get together. So let's just do a, a monthly Teams or Zoom call uh, with video and get every team member within Mark Taylor on-site corporate together just to talk about stuff at the time. And what I can say initially, it was probably be mostly me just blabbing uh, and trying to just you know get us connected, uh, but it's truly evolved uh, into today's format where we're talking about our one of our five principles every month. We're always uh, referencing mission, vision, uh, and then tying best practices of that and talking about things that matter. And I think a, a company that has a strong foundation for uh, a growing culture has a tremendous 360 60 degree feedback loop so that means anyone on the call can jump and say hey hey john i i call bs on this or um, what were you guys thinking here i love that idea let's go down that path and continue with that so i feel like it's given us an open forum to do that and of course uh, as one of our principles be transparent uh you have to have a foundation of trust to do that because if you don't trust your leaders or you don't trust your employees, no one's going to raise their hand. There won't be an open dialogue of communication. So once you have that foundation of trust, it's okay if you're a leasing consultant that's been with us three months and say, hey, John Carlson, president, um, I think you should consider this. And we'll think about that. And as a meritocracy, as a good culture, we'll say, okay, if that's the best idea and it fits our strategic initiatives, let's go with it. So that's the I think genius of Clubhouse Chat, which just started because we were lonely. <laughs> yeah, and it is genius, uh, John. Like I, I remember prior to COVID, you know, visiting different properties, working with different uh, organizations. That was just a common challenge. So you would always hear that from the on-site people. Corporate doesn't know what we're, we're, we exist. They don't know. They don't in 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 their feelings and their emotion. Their their approach was they don't care. And, and that was 
with with technology that was available. So like hat tip to to you and and your group number one to create that channel and to continue to use it because like technology why go back to the old way, right. right? Like why go back to what was creating a disconnect in the first place. So I mean it's just absolutely awesome that you would, you know, get everyone involved and I can't I you know I'm just trying to put myself in the shoes of that leasing professional who's like Oh, I, I, I have an idea. I'm just, you know, you know, maybe a little bit sheepish and, but feeling that they're being empowered by their leadership in order to feel the opportunity to express themselves. It's just awesome. Yeah. So let's bridge that then. The new employee experience. Uh, so you, you have a, a unique take on it. So, you know, over 20 years you've been with Mark Taylor what what are you doing as an organization in a world where it just seems like it's difficult one to to get talent number two to retain the talent what's your approach to that so one of our three strategic initiatives and first and foremost is people so when i think about uh, our organization our employees uh, either new or 20 plus years it's really about that experience uh, and i I try to relay that back to my experience uh, when I when I started with the company and we were maybe eight properties, 60 employees total. Uh, today we have 23,000 units and, and almost 700 employees. So how do we not only maintain culture but grow that? Um, so as one of our principles being better than yesterday, I think about uh, you know how do we ensure that a brand new employee from the very first touch point, like the first time they interact with Mark Taylor through potentially their exit is a five-star experience for them. And what we did a couple of years ago is we completely revamped our onboarding process. We added uh, four team members to talent acquisition. We didn't have talent acquisition before that. I thought it was critical that we had professionals uh, approaching uh, the workforce to ensure that we're bringing in the right talent that, that pairs with our culture and our expectations. It really focused on the onboarding process uh, to a point where I now sit every Monday for an hour with our new employees, whether it's three or 15, uh, to ensure that they know where we're going and why. And they have to hear it from me. I think that's critically important. Uh, and I get some tremendous feedback from them during that process. And the reality of it is, you know, what is my purpose as president today? And I'll tell them this every time. It's to empower, unify, and support our culture, our people, so that someday they'll love Mark Taylor as much as me. And if they don't know where we're going or why or what our founding principles are or what our mission or vision is, it would be a really, I'll say, cloudy pathway to success for them early on in the organization. Uh, it means we're relying on them just to go connect with the community, the manager that they have at that one community or at corporate. Uh, I want them to understand what Mark Taylor is all about so that, that when they get to their property day three or four to the corporate office, they really understand why we're here. Uh, and we're truly playing what I say is an infinite game. So we want to be in business 50, 60, 100 years. We've been in business 38. Uh, culture. So if I can replicate uh, a great experience like mine, I know we had a, a different world at that time, but if I could make sure that they have the, the ability to connect to the organization uh, and create the experience I did, uh, that's incumbent on me to do so. So that's, that's why the onboarding piece is so important and then training and development and creating career paths and end end. So uh, that's the initial part that we've really gotten right, I think, but we'll continue to 
evolve and improve. Sure thing. Wow. That's all. I, that's, that's awesome. Amazing. Uh, you know, often it's just like, well, here's your job. Here's your responsibilities. Here's the keys <laughs> and, and, and go to work. And then there is, there's no, there is no connection there. It's just, okay, I'm going here to, I'm going here to lease, lease apartments, or I'm going here to handle my maintenance responsibilities. So just, a, that's just a, a hat tip to you that you put that in your schedule to be able to work with all of your new employees every single Monday. And uh, again, trying to put myself in the shoes of that new employee, how, how fun that must be. It's like, yeah, I get to meet with the president. He's, it's not just the person that hired me. I'm not just dealing with HR. You know, he is giving me the scope, the vision and what everything. I just, that gives me the, the shivers um, to, to even think about that. So that's amazing. Amazing to be a new employee at Mark Taylor. So thank you for sharing that. So and that's not the only thing that, that you do, John. So you're also the co-chair of the Arizona Multi-Housing Association Development Committee. That's a very, very long, long, uh, 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 long title <laughs> and, and group that you're working with. So you move from Minnesota to Arizona. You love Arizona. Uh, I, and I... I can see why. I mean, being from Canada, I, you know, I'm glad I'm not anywhere near the cold anymore. I'm sure that's one of the the appealing factors of being in Arizona, a little bit warmer than Minnesota is. But what's the inspiration? Besides, you know, here I can't. Even, you know, we know being president of a company is a, a lot of work, um, uh, a lot of energy on your part. Why also this additional responsibility? And what benefits do you see for the community and for Mark Taylor? Well, I think one thing that's unique about our industry, and I think this uh, translate acro translates across the country, it's not just Arizona, uh, but I think about you know myself coming from engineering, my VP of technology coming from manufacturing, my VP of ops coming from finance, um, they'll collectively agree that our industry is very close, um, even with competitors. So I think that's a... I think that's a tie to just you know how much we love this industry and, and providing housing for for residents, and uh, really this works through the Arizona Multi-Housing Association, which is I believe the the fourth largest association in the country with NAA. I think we have 320,000 units under membership, um, and it's really to create um, the best housing available for all of the residents of Arizona and anyone coming in from an in migration perspective. And they do a tremendous job of really supporting the community uh, and educating. So uh, through this development committee, uh, we created Arizona Housing for All, which was really designed to promote and educate and support housing needs for Arizona. And if you think about what you read in the media, news clippings, narrative, pejorative narrative is landlord bad, um, evictions, all of these bad things, uh, when I'd say 99% of us really have the intent of supporting those residents with great housing. So we wanted to collectively put together some efforts to ensure that we were out there forcefully getting in front of the media, creating a YIMBY type environment. There's so much negative press. There's a lot of NIMBYism that's associated with Arizona Phoenix Metro today. They're very well funded, you know, build, build apartments, build homes, but not in my backyard. And I think there's also a component um, 
that ties to apartment fatigue with city council members, with with city mayors. Uh, there's a lot of negativity around pro-growth apartments. And I think, you know, if we're going to solve the housing crisis that we have long term, we have to work through those things. Uh, NMHC just came out, I think it was last year, with a study showing that 40 just over 40% of construction and development costs are through regulations. We have to get rid of that red tape, that's all. create more affordable housing. So that's really the focus of Arizona Housing for All. It's really about creating the right environment for folks and, and, and the right pricing and living opportunities for them in Arizona. Awesome. I, I mean, that's just fantastic, John. I, I, I Thank you for the work that you're doing. Yeah, there's, there's so many you know, especially going through COVID and even now, like we're, we're, there's so much negative, uh, negative press out there with what's, what's going on in the housing industry as a whole. So, um, I appreciate that you're putting out that effort to, to help with the housing crisis and being able to give people homes. So thank you very much. And thank you for, for sharing what's in, involved in that. And we're very grateful to the, organizations like Arizona multi-housing and, and others who are also spearheading the work across, across the country. So thank you for being on the show. Like to, to the takeaways for me today were, you know, don't, it doesn't matter what your background is, you know, you coming from an electrical engineer background to being president of a company in, in property management, like that's a huge, you talk about being on either ends of the spectrum when it comes to a career path. That's uh that's one of the, greatest uh, differences I've ever seen. So hat tip to you for doing that. And thank you for sharing what Mark Taylor is doing specifically to do with retention and talent retention. And this is an, uh, a shout out to all the students that are listening to our show or those who are looking at their career path. Do what you can to be a leader within yourself. And we've got other podcasts that talk about that particular subject also. Thank you, John, for being on the show. Uh, how can people connect with Mark Taylor? How can they connect with you? Those who are listening want to learn more about the organization. What would you recommend? I mean, of course, visit our website, mark-taylor.com. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. So, you know, oftentimes um, I get a lot of requests or comments or questions. So uh, happy to connect uh, any way possible. So I think, you know, this is such a great industry. Um, I talk about being specialized, but the reality is you can learn so much in this industry. I mean, as you grow through leasing or service, I mean, you get to understand pool chemicals and how people think, uh, the psychology of a, of, of a community, um, financial statements. I mean, number, I mean, there's just so much to it. And uh, I just dive head in at every opportunity and have worked in every position, including housekeeping. I didn't have the title, but if you go clean, apartments for five straight days, you'll appreciate how hard those those folks work. So I just think there's so many opportunities within the space. And I recommend anyone to, to really focus in on that and stick with it. Beautiful message to close the show. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you listeners for being here today. I know all of you are benefit from, from John being here, taking his time out of his busy schedule to share his experience and his passion for this amazing industry. So thank you for being here again today. We appreciate you, John, very, very much. And for our audience, if you found this show of value, please do all you can to share it with your network. Tell other people about this podcast, or if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the show and give us that thumbs up. We're also on Instagram at Juvo Hub. 
So we love your feedback. If you'd like to hear any other topics that you want, or you'd like to be a guest on our show, please reach out to me. We'd be happy to, to have a conversation with you about that. Until next time, class dismissed. Thanks, John. Thank you. Thank you.